Um, hi everyone and welcome to our podcast called Dream, Believe and Achieve. Uh, my name is TJ Shinyabola, also known as Four Fingers. Um, today we're going to be talking, this is our second episode, uh, which is called Overcoming Challenges. And today we have a very, very special guest. Uh, we're very privileged to have uh, a friend of mine, a good friend, uh, called Marcus also known as Data. Do you know, I don't actually know your surname, Marcus. Williamson. There you go, Marcus Williamson. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I thought this would be interesting to speak to Marcus, especially when it comes to overcoming challenges, is Marcus is, I mean, I don't even know how to begin naming his accolades. He's a businessman, he's a grime artist, he started vocal networking, and there's just so many other things that he's done that I'm sure he'll be able to share with us. But with all of that, how can he pick one challenges that he's overcome significantly and how the advice that he has for us in terms of how we can use challenge as maybe as a fuel in terms of improving. And then I will also share one big challenge that I overcame and also how that's been able to propel me into the things that I do. So Marcus, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for that intro, it was great. <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd done enough justice, to be honest with you, I think. No, nah, I always think people overdo things. I think I think, I think, experience is, is one of the best teachers in some of these type of things. And I think, I think moments like this are great for people to learn from, but I also feel like your accolades should shine anyway. I feel like people that are underneath your light will know. I know. You know let, let, let your actions speak louder than Yeah, you that's kind of like me. Like I like it, you get me? That's why, it's, that's why it's Marcus Data, because it's just like, I like to just attach the information that comes with me, you get me, as simple as it. I've known you for so long, like, it's just, it's mad to see the journey, to see the involvement of Marcus. But one thing I've always admired about you is the level of determination that you have. And if I may say, like, lack of fear, almost, that I see in you, that I don't, I don't really know anybody else that I know that has that. You know, because a lot of us, when we think of ideas and we're creative and we want to get things done, we think about things that might go wrong and we spend a lot of times in that section there. Mm. It doesn't seem like you spend a lot of time in that section. You just think about, oh yeah, this is going to happen. It's going to work. Uh, let's go. Yeah. And that's it. Because I know one of your thing with me is you saying, why are you always like, don't say it's not gonna work. It is gonna work. You know, you know, pushing me and telling me that it can get done. Mm. Mm. Have you always been like that, or is that something that? Do you know what? It's it's weird to say it, yeah, but I don't feel like I feel like everyone's always been like that. I don't even think it's just a me thing. I think it's that like everyone's been always been like that. It's just it's just about how many layers everyone's got. I think people have got different layers. Just the amount of layers that are preventing them from being that. That's it. I think depending on the thickness and the amount of layers you've got, depends on whether or not you get to actually feel that feeling or get to, to be that person. I think me, I've, I've just learned as I've grown up how to remove the layers from that because I don't feel like I, I couldn't, I wouldn't say I'm fearless. It's weird to say, I wouldn't say I'm fearless. I just, I just kind of go with the time and the, and the flow of things a bit differently. That's it. That's all I can really say. Cause I do see, I, I feel like I know I'm different to other people in its own aspect of things. When I do, I compare like, maybe my go at it, my go for it attitude. But I didn't, But then I see people that are also on my level and above my level that I said, so, so then I, I just see there's a balance. It's weird to explain it like that, but I just think it is, it's all about layers. 
think everyone has a certain amount of layers that, that they've built up for themselves that they need to resolve. And I think it's amazing to even hear you say it like that because even like me, you know, when somebody says to me, oh, you know, you've reached the level, you're there, bruv. Like, and I'm like, what? I'm nowhere near where I should be or yeah. where I want to be. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say like, I'm not even, because to me, I'm like, this guy's there. Like, he's, 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 and it's just, it's so, it fills me with so much joy to see you succeeding. Mm. I don't know. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? It just does. I, 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 my chest breams with pride. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? To mm. just see it because if there's anybody, we all work hard mm. and we're all diligent, mm. but you know, there's very few people that will engage in something, not see results immediately, mm. but continue to do what they're doing because they believe in themselves and what they're trying to put out. Hundred percent. I think, but I think that's a key. That's a key ingredient to a lot of things in general. I think, I think when people really strip strip back to the basics, they'll realise that anything that they actually are, they like, they've committed to already, mm. and they've just committed to it for longer than they realise. And it's about that. You just commit to what you like, and I think staying in in connection with that, no matter what it is in many aspects of your life, is what will just help you to to broaden understanding. And once you broaden your understanding of those sort of feelings, you you you, you see it, you see more. Definitely. Mm. And I know it's hard to specifically pick one challenge, but is there one that comes to mind to you say this was a big challenge for you? And what was that challenge? And yeah. How did you overcome it? Yeah, I think I, I think there's 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 many that I could I could go for. Um, but I think there's um, there is there is. Um, for me, I think my biggest challenge for me was, um, in simple terms, was was going from being um, a group person to an individual. And I had a particular moment that I feel that I could almost pinpoint and say that that happened in. But I feel like you grow up, right? And when you grow up, you grow up with a certain amount of, you, you grow up in an environment, yeah? And you grow up with a certain handful of friends and people that surround you. And I feel that when you grow up with, with that, which everyone I feel does, there becomes a point where you feel, you long for something more. And I think that's where everyone starts off, you know, what do you want to be in life? What do you want to kind of achieve? Like you want to, girl, man, doesn't matter where it is, you just, you start finding what you want to be. And I think at that point in life is where the biggest point of your choice is. And for me, I feel that, that maybe, I feel that happened a bit later in my younger years than maybe for, some and I had a stage where I was going through where I was kind of finding myself through through my environment and on one side of things over here I had my friends and what I was doing following my passions and music over here over this side of things and then I on the other side of things I had me now my vision was like yo we can be this big amazing thing this is how I want to achieve things. Like, I think I'm a very ambitious person. If I was doing something, I wanted it to be global. I didn't just think, oh, I want to be known in my ends. I want it to be known in the world, is how I thought. And for me and my group of friends, I think some of my friends were cool with just being known in their school or, or known in the college or, or known in the area. And I think that kind of had its own limitations to it with, with my ambitions. And I believe that there was a period of time when we had built a very good a very good brand for ourselves in our in our environment and i 
had hit my limit at that. So I had become known, I had become, yeah, you know who he is, he's got lyrics, this is that guy, this is the content, he goes everywhere. I, I've become that guy. And I wanted more than that. I wanted to be able to go anywhere and be that guy. But I also didn't just want it for me, I wanted it for the way I'd built it. I wanted it to be with the people I'd built it with. And then you come to a point where you realise, you know what, there is like the people you've built it with and then there's you. And I had had opportunities built up which I wanted to take the people I was with on. But their journeys didn't always lead the same way minded. So there became a, a tug of war in my own emotions to some degree of, oh, but I want to be with my man them. And then there's all this other, other, other side of things where I'm getting opportunities and people are saying, yo, but we want you. Like, and then, but we want you. We don't necessarily want you to come with what you come with. We just like, you can come over here because you got the drive. So it was, you get torn. You get torn into like, like, well, I don't want to do that then. I want to stay over here. Or, or you, in the back of your mind, you're saying to yourself, but if I do this over here, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know what I mean? I might be able to just come back for the man then. Like, so you're, you're torn. And I think that's that, that for me, that was a point for me where I had to find my individuality and making that change there. That was the biggest challenge for me because I feel that in my head, there was side of you that said, oh, my people ain't gonna like it if I just left them and I go and do this other thing and now all of a sudden it's like I jump ship and I've gone over here and I'm doing this. Yeah. But deep down inside of you, you should have really accepted that it was like a, if these guys rape me, they're gonna be happy for me knowing that I pursued this. Of course. But in the long run of it, I think by pursuing it, I learned that all of the stuff I thought about beforehand was just a facade and there was no need for me to waste so much time thinking about it because the journey, when I took the actual journey, was 10 times easier. All the stuff I thought about, none of it ever happened. As it goes, you know what? All I saw was greatness from it and all I saw was supportiveness. I know. So at the end of it, it was like, what was the point in thinking? But then knowing you though, I could see why you struggled with that. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, for you, loyalty is a big thing. And you're, not, you're one of the most loyal person that I know to a fault mm. even. Do you know what I mean? And also with you, there's no point you, you feel like there's no point me being successful if my friends ain't successful. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I want all of us. I want it. You, you almost want it more for that other person. Mm. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if somebody comes with you, whenever I've come with you with ideas or suggestions, you just run with it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's your own. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because you want it to be successful. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. you just believe in the people that you're surrounded by. And that's the reason why you feel like, oh, is this, you know, would they see it like this? But like you say, you know, the natural thing is at the end of it, you realise that these people are rooting for you anyway. Mm -hmm, do you mm -hmm, know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether you're in there or not in there. Yeah, and, I mean? and I also think that that's a, uh, the key thing here again is also, it's going back to the environment, it's about your environment. It's about knowing that you keep the certain things that you need in your environment. Like, let's just say it like this, yeah? For me, it's where we've known each other for so long anyway, it's already an aspect for me where if you come to me with it, you believe in it. Mm. So, so it is time to run with it. Because if you're ready, then it's like, let's go. Mm. You need people on your side. You wouldn't be turning up if you didn't need people on your side. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And then either way, you would have got the support, need people on your side or not. Mm. So in my eyes, I see it like it's the same energy. I just feel, I feel that same energy is just the, you just got to keep running with that. I don't have to explain it any further than that. It's like uh, you've got to follow that energy. It shouldn't, it shouldn't get more complicated. I think when I looked in, in a dictionary, it says, you know, a challenge is something new and difficult, which requires great effort and determination. 
you know what I mean? And I almost feel for me personally, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for those challenges, mm. you know what I mean? And like you say, for yourself, there's many, many challenges that I could pick. But the one thing very significant for me was that I'm very dyslexic. And I actually didn't find that out until I was at uni. So all throughout my school life, I was putting a lot of effort in. My results were just always average. And I couldn't understand why. Because I knew I was working hard, I knew I was studying. And then it made me feel somehow to be, maybe I'm just stupid. And that stuck with me for a long time until I got to university and then I failed a couple of my exams and it wasn't one of the guys that was on my course who happened to be, he used to be a teacher. He then saw my work and he said, look, maybe you're dyslexic, you know? So that's why I went for the test and then it turns out that I was severely dyslexic. And from then, I realized that actually, now I know this gives me like validation that I'm not stupid. And from that moment, that was it for me. And then I looked into how. So verbally, I'm very creative. I can speak very well. But writing, there's all these spelling mistakes and all of that. But rather than dwelling on the things I could get wrong, I only focused on my strength and what I could do, ideas, running with it and all that sort of stuff. But going from that phase to being seeing it as my superpower rather than something that hindered me, it took me a lot longer than it should have done when I think about it now. But then again, it was like you said, it was a case of thinking, I don't know, how am I being perceived? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think for anyone feeling that, you know, anything that's worth having is going to come easy, that's a joke. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Like, look how long I've been doing the music for. Do you know what I mean? To some people, they'll be like, well, how come he's, he's stuck into it? He hasn't been got to that level yet or to that success level yet. But my thing is, number one, success is subjective number one and number two it is like in order for you to build it depends on what you're building I'm building a legacy do you know what I'm saying to you when you're building a legacy I I don't watch what is happening or what's going on I'm focused on what I'm doing and this is a key to anyone that's you know listening to make sure that you're focused on what you're doing once you believe in yourself and what you're doing you don't watch what's happening else you stick to it yeah because it's that conviction that will bring people around you. Mm-hmm. Because they will see like, right, he's so passionate and so driven by what he's doing, that energy mm. vibes off so that people want to come around that energy. Mm. I remember you told me once, you said to me, some people are workers and some people are leaders. Once you find where you're at, then you know what you're doing. Some people need to be led. Mm. And some people are doing the right. And, and I think it's that acceptance to say, actually, maybe I just need to be informed and told what to do rather than me. But it's hard for somebody to realise that and, 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 and accept that even. Yeah, you're right. I, I, think, I think it's more... To, I think the, the key thing here is, is just coming to general understanding. Because I think, I think, again, I'm one of those people, I look at everything like layers. So I also feel like it's all about learning and what stages people are at. Because, like... Again, going back to it, I don't believe in some of the... I think there's too many words for stuff. That's just one of the things I do think sometimes. There's too many words to categorise what that's meant to be. I, 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 I understand education. I don't necessarily believe in the system of it. And because I don't believe in the system of it, I think that, that there's numerous layers that you get before you even get the chance to, to come to a real-life understanding. Because, because 
people are different. Mm. So it was, it, it, I've already learned, and I think I learned this a long time ago, I think maybe while I was even at school, come to the understanding that if, if, if we all know that people learn different, mm. why are we in a school system that teaches one way? Mm. And then when you're judged on the basis of that one way, there's a new word to mm. throw you under the basis of if you can't complete that one way. And then because of those new words, you now have disabilities, mm. which, do you see what I'm saying? Like, to me, I'm, mm. I'm starting to go down this direction. I, I know men that are definitely 10 times better physically than they are mentally. Mm. Mm. But that's just their strength. They are physical. They know how to craft things. And I couldn't even pick up something to craft nothing, but I can think. Mm. So, 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 yeah, you're right. Again, it's the, this is, again, one of those things. This is a, mm. a thinker. Somebody that's good with their hands needs someone that's able to think, to be able to know where they need to go and build. Mm. These, are, these are part and parcel. It's a balance. It is. So, to me, I don't believe in the one-fits-all, one-hat-fits-all situation when it comes to learning. And because of that, I feel that there's too many layers in front of people. So, sometimes mm. I feel like, even going through the, what you're explaining there, I'm like, you know, once you commit to something, the whole biggest thing here is commitment, right? Mm. And once you commit to something, you gain from it mm. because you gain understanding. And the more you gain understanding, you grow evolution mm. and you get more on top of what you're doing. It's when something becomes a straight line and you don't understand. So, for example, if you're just doing something and you're just fitting in and just ticking over, mm. ticking over, no evolution on the thought process, nothing else to grow upon it, and no reason for it going on. That's when things become too stalemate for me and that's just that's when I think people become you know a bit dead in the mind bit this everyone's got something that they want to achieve and I just think that this one size fits all method that is for the this western way of doing things or however you want to put it and not looking at people for their strengths is what causes all these layers and these complications with people thinking that they have issues because I don't I would never I would never I don't I don't think anyone's I don't think anyone's got disability I think everyone's got an experience and they've got a circumstance and I think that that circumstance only they can explain to you and you need to take on board that when somebody explains their circumstance as a race we've been through enough circumstances to be able to understand how to nurture that person. And that's exactly that and, and that's my point that people will put on you their inability to do things or if they feel they can't achieve something they will try to put it on you yeah. to say oh you might not be able to do it. But that's just their fear, not yours. So when they put this whatever like label on me, mm. I was like, how can it be a disability when I can see things you can't see? Yeah. When I understand things you can't understand, I get there a lot quicker than you get there. Yeah. And that's the reason why I was bored in school. Mm. Because I was a lot cleverer than everybody else around me. Mm. Because I could see things and hear things that you can't hear. But I needed to get out of that, like you perfectly explained, of that zone of there's only one way of doing things. So when I got out into the real world, when you can do things however many ways, I started to see my strength now. Yeah. And it enabled me to feel more confident in myself and what I was trying to achieve and what I was trying to do. Yeah. And the thing is, I always say is that a lot of people try to conform and do things to copy what other people have done. Mm. In my own experience, the things and people that have come successful are people that have done things differently. Mm. Because also, you stand out. But also... There's no, there's nothing wrong with copying things because some people, I got to look at it like this, yeah. I, some people might not be on that level yet, mm. and this is what teaching is. Mm. You might not be on that level yet, so to copy someone is to get to their level. Mm. Some mm. people are still climbing the stairs. Mm. Let them climb. Mm. 
what we gotta be, what we gotta stop being afraid of is letting people climb. Because mm. too many people are stopping people from climbing. You stay there. That's your position. <laughs> and that's the bit that stops it. That's where you become that stalemate. You got mm. told to stop. How many times you've been told to stop? Your experience now is how many times you've been told to stop. So mm. now you've stopped. And you ain't realised that it's because you've been told to stop 20 times and you decided, yep, I'm going to stop. Mm. And then because you stopped, 10 years later, you're going to remind yourself, I was moving. Mm. And then when you pick up 10 years later, you're 10 years behind mm. of your journey because you stopped because other people stopped you. I know. You see what I'm saying? And that's where I say it depends on where you're at. And I think, you know, for me, I feel like one of the things that keeps me going is that I have this fundamental belief that my purpose and the reason why I do what I do is to allow somebody else's light to shine because if they can see what you're doing and they can see right if he's doing it and he's doing his thing then I can do my thing Mm. and that's always been my biggest thing like to have an impact in a positive way in somebody else's life and you've seen that though and I've seen that massively and so for anybody that's thinking oh you know what there's difficulties and just challenges. There will be challenges. There will be difficulties. But one of the things you need to be to be able to overcome those challenges is, I believe that it's important to be disciplined. It's important to understand where you're going. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Don't be like a leaf and get blown around. Be rooted in your ideas and your believing in your talent that you got and where you're going. Mm. Because through that, that's when people will see and gravitate towards you and then you'll be able to then achieve what you want to achieve. Because, you know, if I think of any, you know, an example, many examples between yourself or mine, mm. whether it's events that we're doing or whatever, 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 you know, the first time I did the charity event, do you know what I mean? I remember there was a handful of people that came, maybe five. Mm. And if I thought, oh, that's it now, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, and look, and look and how then, successful it is. And then look at what it grown into. So it's important that you know you believe in your vision and your passion and what you're trying to do and 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 you know to to be convinced with your conviction Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if there one advice or maybe several that you want to give somebody maybe that's got a dream it's got a passion that's following it but through to one or two challenges as hit that stalemate or stopped on the stairs, what would you say to them to get them going again? Do the scariest thing. Just do it. You have to do it. I think the biggest the biggest thing to, to me is just doing it. Stop thinking. I have these, um, I have my own little mantra. It's something that I picked up along the way as I've been going along, but there's the yes, no, maybe theory. And yes is clear. No is clear. The in-between and the maybe is where you create. Don't get stuck there for too long because anything can happen there. It's better to have a definitive answer. It's best to know something either isn't or it is. Just stick in the yes and the no. And if I was going to give any any other advice is be prepared to know that you don't know stuff. You just don't know everything. Even when you're at your most successful, you don't know everything. Keep walking in the direction of what you don't know so that you attach more Lego as you're going along. Mm. That's the best way to put it. Evolution is about walking into the unknown and coming out with what unexpected. So that's kind of what you've got to approach in new so business. Om- almost stuff. like, don't be afraid of being scared. Yeah, because what you end up finding out most of the time with fear is when you approach it, it was smaller 
than the feeling. Yeah. And the, the feeling is actually just a, a sign inside of you saying, this is the right direction. And the only reason you get scared is, is it takes you out of your comfort zone. It's the mm. unknown. That's exactly. But then the thing is that it's your comfort zone. That's where growth is. Right. Because if you're comfortable, then there's not there's not growth. You don't learn anything about yourself. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And in your comfort zone, you already know everything. So, you know what I mean, you can only go for it so far. I always say that the, there's there's a, a phrase I heard um, where it doesn't matter how much knowledge you've got in your head. When you look into the sky and you realise that the stars are that far mm. and we don't know that much. There's so much more information out there than what you can capacitate. Mm. Mm. So you should always be learning. Mm. Always, always. Oh, thank you very much. Um, it's been an amazing. I've learned a lot. It's been great as always. Um, so the next episode, which is going to be our third one, is going to be called "Giving Birth to Your Purpose," and our guest on that one is a gentleman called Anthony Anija which is also another very good friend of ours. So, and that, looking at giving birth to your purpose, we'll be looking at about what is one's purpose? How do you find it? How do you birth it? Um, and uh, Anthony Anij is a poet, speaker, hip-hop artist, and he's from Reading. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget to check out my ebook called Humble Pie and my music as well, which are all available on my website, which is www.fourfingers.com. Thank you very much, Marcus. It's been great to have you on. And hopefully we can get to have you on sometime soon. Thank you.